This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. Eric and I are on the line, and I think today we're going to talk movies. Eric, you up for talking about some some films? Yeah, I think you've had um, a wonderful experience recently in which you decided to watch a movie maybe that, I don't know, maybe didn't live up to the hype. So, let Todd, tell me a little bit about your experience with Wonder Woman 84. Last night, Abby and I watched Wonder Woman 84. Wow. From what um, I, from the reviews I hear, it's horrible. So that that is accurate. Have you have you seen? No, you I've haven't seen, seen it. it. Have you seen the first one? No, I, I haven't watched. I don't really watch too many DC movies. I haven't well, really got into them. I haven't seen any of the the recent the recent like DC universe movies. I mean, let's let. I'm trying to think if this is if this is fair or accurate what I'm about to say, and you know it might not be because this is still fresh in my mind, but I'm going to go with it anyway, and I think it'll get the point across. It is the Star Wars holiday special of DC films. Oh, geez. That's pretty awful. Well, because, like, Abby's been, you know, it's Wonder Woman. And the first one was pretty all right. Like, it was okay. Like, I enjoyed it. There were a lot of unintentional, I'm sure, unintentional parallels in the first one with Captain America. Okay. Like, like Captain America had Chris Evans in World War II fighting Nazis. Da 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 da. Wonder Woman had Chris Pine fighting Nazis. <laughs> like there were just some weird overlaps there that was just a little reminiscent, but it was a good movie. So I'm like, I'm down for seeing the next one, and it's in 1984, which gives us all nostalgia. And Abby's looking forward to you know the fashions and the this and that and the other thing. And so we like, generally speaking, we were looking forward to it. Well, then it released, sure. and we started seeing people, you know, responding to it, saying, oh, this is kind of a, a shit show, whatever. So we kind of went into it with lower expectations. We watched about an hour of it, and then had, you know, took a break for a cigarette, and we were talking, like, how are you finding it? She's like, I don't know that I necessarily want to say it's good yet, but it's way better than what I was expecting. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I, like, right out the gate, I was not impressed. Like... I don't know, like Marvel does action sequences, but it seems like all the things that the people are doing swinging. Like you see Black Widow in a fight and she does a bunch of crazy shit that normal people can't do. But it all falls within the the realm of this is potentially believable. Somebody really athletic could be doing this shit like, okay, you know, whatever. Like Wonder Woman 84 starts with this, you know, Olympic style competition on the Amazon island these ladies just doing shit that's just absolutely fucking bonkers. It's like, okay, no. And I, 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 try, I can't remember if Diana, Wonder Woman, is like some sort of like actual like Greco-Roman goddess type person. Or if she's supposed to just be what, like whatever. She's doing shit that's just fucking stupid insane. And she's like seven and at this point. <laughs> like it, it's, it's her as a kid doing this shit. And I'm already a little taken out of it. And then they get to 1984. And they're doing stuff. And, like, the plot is just all over the goddamn place. There's portions where it's just super tropey and cheesy. Abby had read a tweet from somebody she follows. And they summarized it as, 
every scene in Wonder Woman was written by a different committee on a different edible, and none uh, of the committees, uh, none of the committees knew the other committees existed and cooperated. Like it just, it's just all over the place. Pedro Pascal is in it. He's like the main bad guy, and oh. he does a he does a fine job of acting, but the role and the situ the position is like it's just. Ugh. <laughs> if you're not that big into uh, DC movies, I'm just gonna tell you, just go ahead and give this one a pass because it is just a fucking shit oh, show. Yeah. I um, like I said, the first hour wasn't so bad, but then we came back in from the cigarette, finished it, and at the end, we were both like, boy. It sure would be nice to have those two hours of our life back because it was just so <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't uh, really anticipate watching it. You know, at one yeah. point in time, I imagine I would say oh, I'll go down the rabbit hole of DC, you know, Aquaman and Justice League and all those movies. Well, so Aquaman was actually pretty decent. Justice League was okay. Superman, the, the Superman movies probably were good. I'm just biased against Superman because I find him to be an annoying character because he can do, like, there's no stakes. Dude can do anything, survive everything. Like, I'm just not that big into Superman. Sure. But if you subtract that out, those movies were okay. Batman versus Superman, it was fine. <laughs> like, I'm just burnt out on Batman. Like, after the, the, uh, the Christian Bale Batmans, like all the other Batmans, just seem unnecessary <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah, but they're fine. And like the original Wonder Woman was good. If you ever do decide to go the 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 DC route, just skip eighty four. That it, it just, you know, I can't do that. If, well, if I, I know. You... <laughs> well, just go into it. Just go into it knowing that it's going to be a fucked up shit show of what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, well, I imagine that's honestly that's what I always heard was, uh, well, I think it was, I think Batman versus Superman was a train wreck. I believe, I believe they said that, but I don't know. You it know. was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't Wonder Woman '84. I could tell, like, it wasn't as shit showy. Like, it wasn't, you know, like I said, it wasn't my favorite. Like, any given DC movie loses to any given Marvel film. Like, Iron Man Two is almost forgettable. In terms of what it's about and everything. Sure. But I would still watch that again before I'd watch just about any of the DC movies. And it's not yeah, that yeah. I'm a and it's not that I'm actually as anti DC. I just think the I think Disney and the Marvel folk execute better on superhero movies. And I mean, yeah, they have better source material, in my opinion. But even aside from that, like I don't give two shits about Aquaman. You know what yeah. I mean? But that movie was pretty okay. You know what I mean? Like, like I enjoyed watching it. Like, it's not going to be in the regular fucking rotation or whatever. But it, you know, I I enjoyed it. Doctor Strange, I didn't know shit for shit about and didn't give two figs about. But I watched that movie and I'm like, I am now interested in Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. No, I I get you. That uh, that is that's pretty common. That, that's how I feel on the outward. Like, I haven't watched any of the DC movies since. You know, I don't even think I saw the third uh, Batman. Uh, and I don't know why. I really enjoyed the first two, and yeah. I'm talking the bad ones. Obviously, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen all of the yeah. the early, you know. Well, of those key. three, of those three, the third one is the weakest link. I'd have to rewatch them, but I could have yeah. an intelligent argument as to whether you know the first or second Christian Bale Batman is the better of the two. The third one is definitely the third one on that <laughs> on that list. 
but well and then i don't think i just i didn't get, i just didn't get you know i'm with you on superman just don't find him really yeah. appealing yeah. <laughs> you don't know i mean i could watch movies and they could be fine and uh yeah. wonder woman is what it, i don't know i just did not get into it i i was tempted by suicide squad but i heard that maybe wasn't didn't live up to expectations see i haven't i haven't seen that one and that's mainly because I just find I find the whole concept of Harley Quinn annoying. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, and then uh, what was it? The, was it called Joker? I don't remember. Uh, it was uh, with. Oh, it was, with, what's his face? Phoenix. Joke. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, I, I saw. That was that was that was pretty good. That is um that is not really a a a. I mean, obviously he's a villain, so it's not a superhero movie. But that's not really like an action adventure superhero esque movie it's that's more of a dark drama situation when you think you know comic book movie yes it's it's based on a comic book character but that's that's where it ends like it's about here's a guy who's got who's got a fucked up life and you know at a few points in here you'll get some references to some some batman material oh that's bruce wayne okay but like most of it is a whole different thing yeah, well, they managed to do pretty well in some of these. Oh, uh, I in, in the Marvel movies is, you know, they kind of create different genres and and uh, you know play off of those. Yeah, not it's not very dynamic. I mean, they're all still superhero movies, but for the most right. part, there are you know different tones. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies slightly different than you know Captain America. And, yeah, 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 and whatnot. So it's it's they're all classified as superhero movies, but within that, if you took out the superhero powers, then you'd say, all right, was this a mystery? movie or is this a you know just an action movie yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so some of them are i mean and i mean you see this really well i I thought i saw you you see you know the different dynamics um in like the mandalorian how they had different episodes that were kind of different you know this was more of a western and this was more of a a heist and yes exactly so i imagine they did that they're trying they're at least they tried to make each dc movie slightly different in tone and and uh you know just style and genre and, and i don't know what other what else they have on their plate i'm they're obviously successful enough that they keep making them so how do yes. you watch wonder woman 84 how is it distributed this time it's on hbo max all right like that's, if that's, if that's... i if let's put it this way if i had gone into a theater to watch this i would be a little upset for having spent that money if I had subscribed to HBO Max just for this, I would probably be canceling that motherfucker right now. Like, it's not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh... Which, is, which now, Soul, which released the same time, like, that movie was excellent. You saw, you, yeah, you, well, you guys watched Soul, yeah, right? we watched Soul. Yeah, that, they were, um, I mean, and, that, and from Twitter, it seemed to be pretty good. I saw a couple people say, you know, that it wasn't, it didn't live up to what they thought it would be or whatever but most people were, were like you know saying they were you know there were a lot of people saying they were crying or in tears or some of them say that was the best movie i, I guess of i guess de- best pixar movie since inside out or whatever and i you know yeah it is what it is it's all it was fine for me it's not my favorite pixar movie but it's no. not by no means that i say oh i'm not gonna you know that was well, a waste of my time or well, really, yeah, like, I mean, it was one of those ones I could watch again. I I asked Miles if he wanted to watch it the next day, you know. Yeah. Like, it was, like, no, it's, I don't, I don't think it's my favorite Pixar movie, but it was well written, and I can appreciate that it was told a good story and was executed well. Like, I liked it. 
Well, there were a lot of parallels, in my opinion, with Inside Out. So yeah. they're trying to oh. explain it. They're they're basically explaining some not fixed to world, but like they're they're giving you visuals to concepts that you don't you never had it before. Like mm-hmm. they they basically said this is what it looks like when you hit the zone, and they're you know yeah a lot of symbolism for all right if this is <laughs> this is the entire pathway and this is how you create your personality and throughout the whole thing I'm like where the you know. They really loaded Miles up with some of these wonderful ornery, ornery and mischievous, and, and I'm like, when he was creating his soul, I'm like, he was no better than 22 in many aspects. <laughs> All right, we're gonna send you to this factory where they make you extra ornery. All right, uh-huh. we're gonna, That's it. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, and then when you graduate from that, we're gonna send you to the devious finishing school. Uh. <laughs> Here, here's some unpredictability, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, they did throw some good traits in on him, but uh, he's yeah. uh, he's he's always a handful. For oh, sure. yeah. But yeah, we watched that. He fell asleep like three minutes in. He he fell asleep before the guy fell down the um, <laughs> the manhole. The manhole. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But overall, the 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 soul was supposed to be released in the movie theaters, and they. They they tried with Mulan. I'm not sure if you're familiar how they did the the premium Disney Plus Mulan. They, yeah, it was some sort of you had to pay extra to get to it sort of situation. As I I didn't see it. I wasn't particularly interested in seeing it, so I didn't pay too close attention. But it wasn't just oh you have Disney Plus here you go. It's you had to pay a little something extra, didn't you? Yes. So it was a thirty. It was thirty dollars, or you could wait until X date. And get it for free right. on Disney Plus. So that was like right. their experimental premium Disney Plus because that was a movie that they were supposed to ship out. I mean, with a lot of these movies, you know, they oh, were yeah. supposed to put these in theaters. Right. I, I can I can think of right now. I think Trolls World Tour was one of the first where they just straight up went to a video on demand yeah. process where like you could just buy it for twenty bucks or rent it or something like that. Right. Uh, then uh, then Mulan was one. I know Hamilton was thrown on Disney Plus as opposed to released in. It was supposed to be in theaters in October, I think. Okay. Originally, they were going to do theaters, and then they were going to do Disney Plus when the pandemic hit. And then they moved it up because of the pandemic, I believe. And yeah. I know Trolls World Tour was uh, was one. Um, geez, what was the movie that we watched um, that on Disney Plus? That was like out for a week and then pandemic hit and then they put it on Disney Plus real quick. Uh, the Disney one, we the, the one we the one we both watched it. I said, hey, watch this one. Onward. Uh, this onward. Onward. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that was forever. God, that was forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't forever ago. <laughs> you know, no. yeah, no, it feels like it was forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, so I it. was wondering. Uh, so and then now Wonder Woman 84 they must have sold the rights to, you know, HBO. And I'm wondering, how, and I know there was a couple of them on Netflix. So it's it's funny how these franchises are trying out different things of like, yeah. you know, and then they're, are they getting their money back compared to movie theaters? Probably not, you know. So, but then again, this is disturbing. This, this created all that controversy with the movie chains. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Well, just that they're—I mean, other than the general concept of our <laughs> our movie chains going to survive and be able to come back after this, or is everybody just going to stay at home? 
Is well, there, is there mean, more or something different than that that, well, you, that you know more of than I do? Well, yeah. Well, the big the big drama is that the movie chains don't want people to be able to get movies directly to video or in their house because oh, yeah. then <laughs> I think most people would prefer that. I know I near most of the time I would prefer, with the exception of a few select movies. But then again, if you told me, all right. We're going to release the newest Star Wars on Disney Plus instead of going to the movies. I'm probably not even that upset about it because that would be like one of the few movies that it would be like an event, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. that's kind of what they were doing with Disney Plus with The Mandalorian. I, I felt like it was a, you know, obviously it wasn't an hour and a half long. We were pumped about Soul when we knew we, we made it was appointment television. We said we were going to watch it Christmas night or Christmas Day yeah. or whenever the heck, you know, yeah. we knew we were going to watch it. And we didn't have any issues whatsoever and I consumed the content and I probably would have paid, I probably would have paid about 10 bucks to get it if they asked. Now that's far cheaper than, geez, if I took the whole family out there, it would have been at least 50 to $60. I'm sure. Right. Not counting, not counting food. I'm just talking about how much money right. does the actual tele or the movie company make the movie, from yeah. that? We'll see. Would they make $10 off of the $50 that I spent? I don't know. You know, and yeah. the movie chains are, are were, were ticked, and they actually banned, or they, I believe it was AMC, and I could be wrong on the chain, that basically said, well, we won't hold another Universal picture because they did this, the world, the Trolls World Tour, they went right to video on demand, you know, right. and, and, and I think they're going to say, you yeah. know, they'll put the, but it was one of those battles where they were like, yeah, we, they can't let that start be a trend because it will kill the movie theaters. Because I think the majority of the people will stay home. So, oh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want movie theaters to, generally speaking, continue to be a thing. Yes, there are plenty of times where, eh, yeah, that movie looks great. And I'm happy to, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. that, is, that is what that is for a lot of it. But there are still, t- like, there's a new Star Wars movie. There's a new Marvel movie. Like, there are, there are certain franchises, certain types of movie I want to see on a ginormous screen filling my face with popcorn and candy not at my house you know what i mean yeah so i want and so i want the theaters to survive because of that that said pandemic or no like the pandemic certainly accelerated things but even without the pandemic like the theater thing has got to have been dwindling ever since streaming started to be a thing really i mean they had the same hissy fits when VHS became a deal and when DVD became a thing and then Blu-ray. Like, streaming is just the next piece, and streaming, like I said, has definitely accelerated it. The pandemic has made it far worse just because you did not have the option to go to the theater. But at this stage, most Americans are like, if you go, hey, where, where do you watch most of your films? People are going to be like, at my living room, duh. Like, because people don't just, just don't go to the theaters that often. Because... If it's not a movie you're just dying to see immediately, you can wait a couple of months and it'll be on DVD or streaming. And for $15, i.e. the price of a single ticket, you now have the thing that you can watch, you know, to, to buy it on DVD or whatever. You can watch it forever with as many people as you want and pause and have your own, you know, food and snacks and take restroom breaks. Like... And there's nothing theaters are going to be able to do to counter that other than just make their shit so cheap it's not worth being in business anyway. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, they've already hiked up. I mean, the popcorn, the price of so all the it's that's already hiked oh, up. Yeah. That it's like, I'm gonna avoid going to a theater with children at all costs. <laughs> like we've already done the whole let's stop by the Dollar Tree or whatever and load up on dollar, you know, yeah, candy yeah, yeah. and just shove it in your pockets because heaven forbid I'm not buying the seven dollar same you know small thing of M and M's. Right. Like right. And and that's just. That's just what it is. Do I think that would? It's a shame that people wouldn't have a movie theater experience. Uh, I don't think the movie theaters would. The movies will go out. I just think that it'll be mostly blockbuster films, and mm-hmm. they would just limit the screens. You know, like I don't think there are a lot. I don't think there's enough people out there that just genuinely love movies that much that they're going to go see every single movie, every single time it goes out. You know, like yeah. especially well, nowadays, if you're saying, well, hey, you know. We're going to give it to you on demand, you know, or or here's your two options. And and that's my big thing is, would they have more people consuming movies if they gave that option? Could they make more money? The studios, not the theater chain, because obviously because there are right. a ton, like you said, that looks good. I'll just wait for it to come out on streaming there right. are, you know, or DVD or what have you, which is the well, same. Just the, if it's on DVD, sh- it's nearly streaming now. Just the sheer volume of movies. That I would not have seen if I had to get my ass out to a theater to watch them is just is, is remarkable. You wouldn't for, have saw Soul probably. No, probably you not. Have, I mean, you might have at, saw at, at best, Wonder Woman because because if Abby liked it, but well, see that's that's debatable. Like the first Wonder Woman, we're like we're gonna go see this. It's a superhero movie. Yeah, it's sure. you know, if, if the option would have been there to see it opening day, and Abby was that pumped, I could have gotten behind that. But like. For us to have chosen a Tuesday night, and mind you, Tuesdays around here, the theater, like, tickets are, like, five bucks. So it's, like, cheap. But if there weren't a pandemic, would Abby and I have plunked down money to go see Wonder Woman after hearing how mediocre to bad it was through all the reviews? I don't know. We might have said, yeah, we'll wait for it, you know? And for most of my – and I'm kind of with you in that I think that if the studios – (sighs) because theaters are not going away. I think I'm with you. Like, you can't necessarily justify a fucking megaplex anymore like you used to. But you still have theaters. Maybe they they don't have as many screens or whatever. But people are still going to want to go to the movies, right? Yeah. You just scale it down. But, like, before, if they put Jaws back in a theater. I enjoyed Jaws. Jaws was a good movie. Would I necessarily go see that at a theater? No. If there weren't streaming, would I watch it on VHS or DVD? Sure. But you can't track that. Like, you sell that once and you're done. Whereas yeah. with streaming, every time, like, it's just like iTunes or Spotify. Every time somebody clicks on it, they know and they pay the person kind of a thing. Like, it makes a lot of sense to just have this shit be home released. <laughs> or avail- oh, well, or, or why, why, okay, it's in the theater for a, for a month. Two months later, it's on streaming. So there's, you know, because I remember it used to be like a movie come out to the theaters and you'd have to wait like a year or whatever before it would come out on VHS. Yeah. Like for the longest time, like it was a big deal when Star Wars came out on VHS because they were like, nope, we're not going to release it for home use. It's we're just going to occasionally re-release it to theaters. You guys can enjoy it that way. Well, and then they finally came out. Vault vault thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the whole concept. It was like they're they're. You show them, and they had it on early, early rotation was every seven years. So Snow White right. would be out in 32 and then 39 and then, you know, 
right. continue doing math, 46, I guess, or whatever. So they right. would re-release all their movies in, like, I believe it was seven years. And that's why in the 90s, it was such a big deal that they released a movie on VHS. And it did Gangbusters. And oh, yeah. that's when they were like, all right, we're going to do it. And they still have that cult where they'll release a movie and then it'll go back to the vault, meaning you just can't go buy buy it off the shelves at any given time. Like, I have to imagine when – I mean, you killed half of your movie theater aspect. You know, if you – that whole re-release doesn't work necessarily anymore unless it's super nostalgic and you're, like, super bored, you know, right. because now you just can go on VHS. Or ever since, what, late 80s, VHS probably overtook, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And, and they well, got their like money the said. one time, you know, but they kind of killed – future releases right. I, don't, I mean i guess with disney with them being kids kids films and with kids being born all the time you can probably get away with a seven-year rotation but like if you tried to pull that with like let's go this way let's go this route there was a time where the local local theater had uh the princess bride sure they came you know for a special one night hey we're gonna put it on the big screen and i loaded up the kids and we went and watched that because it's an awesome movie and yeah i've got it on dvd but I'd like to go see this in a big, like, I would pull that off, but I wouldn't, I don't know that I'd do that every seven years. But I guess with, like, Snow White or a kid's movie, seven well, years from I, now, you have a different kid who hasn't seen well, it. <laughs> like, yeah, that all makes sense. Changed, though. Yeah. That, that's the thing, is imagine a time where you watched a movie, and the only time you could see it was when it was in theaters, because there were no other right. avenues of it. I don't believe movies were prominently on television, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they had like there's, you know, Sunday movie feature or something like that. But either way, right. you had to, you, there were no DVRs. There were no right. you know, streaming. So VHS was then a thing, which we used the heck out of our VHS. Oh, know, yeah. You know, because you would have had to spend. And I believe the VHS were like ridiculously expensive when they first came out. Oh. At least the Disney ones were. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you look like, at it now. I, I want to say like insane. 25, 30 bucks. Yeah. Which is obviously a lot more. That's like 40 bucks probably, if not more in our, you know, right. modern day. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was it was no so, joke. And it wasn't like you could just, I don't know. I mean, VHS were, were fine. You couldn't just skip around. There were no bonus. I mean, I guess there could have been bonus yeah. features on it and stuff like that. I just remember some of the movies were so long that you had two discs or two, two, two oh, packs. Yeah. Like Titanic, oh, yeah. I think it was like two. And I'm like, you know, oh, yeah. that's just super funny in its own, oh, yeah. in its own way. And then, oh, yeah. you know. Once DVDs came out, that was kind of next level thing, and they started becoming cheaper and cheaper. And then, obviously, uh, I mean, we—I was right on the brink. I mean, I was, you know, I had Netflix from the day day it became a streaming service. I remember it being like the coolest freaking thing ever. And obviously, that changed <laughs> the game. And now everyone's everyone's with that, you know. So oh, yeah. well, that's 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 the new expectation is that okay, you have a thing, I'm going to be able to watch it in my living room when I want to. It's just a matter of what service you're connected to to get that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the entire DVD sections, and I'm so still surprised the Walmart still has such a large DVD section. I just don't know. I went through a period of time, and this was 2004, 2008, you know, around that, where I was buying all the DVDs of my favorite movies. Right. You know, and, and I was basically – and I have a collection of my favorite DVDs. And then it got to Blu-ray, and then you had to figure out, well, am I going to rebuy and buy the Blu-ray? You know, and right. I'm sure now – I'm not sure if there's 4K or whatever the heck. I doubt it. I think it's just still Blu-ray. But yeah. uh, either way, they still sell these. But so I ended up ripping most of those 
uh, <laughs> and putting, you know, buy, I bought a, uh, bought a program on the computer that allows me to rip them and put them, you know, digitally. And I just right. put them on my Plex, which allows oh, yeah. me to watch them at any point in time. And I don't know if that's legal or not because, but I own it and I'm not sharing it with anyone. Well, so, that's, that's the thing. If you, if you, if you're ripping it for your own personal consumption, I'm like 98% sure that that's fine. It's when you then share that with yeah. people or, or whatever sure. that well, you, you run into your problems. But well, here's the deal: is I probably don't even need to do that because it's they're on. I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have Disney or Disney <laughs> right. Plus, I have right. Prime, so I have Amazon Prime, I have HBO Max because I think that comes with AT and T. Like, yeah. And then uh, I, I believe there's at least. I, I, I don't have Peacock. I, I've yeah. not found a reason to buy Peacock yet. But nonetheless, the majority of the movies that I have and or shows or DVDs, right. I'm like, okay. Here's another one. WWE Network. I had tons of WWE DVDs. Tons. Right. And VHS right. and all that stuff. Uh, you know, I didn't even bother ripping them because the fact is, like, if I really wanted to watch a wrestling match, I would then just subscribe to this network for $10. You know, it's, right. it's just, right. so I can't imagine people going out there and be like, yeah, I need to get this new DVD or I want to get this VHS. Oh, no. Well, it's, 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 it's like CDs. Like I used to buy oh, CDs sure. yeah, hand over right. fist right. and then I ripped them all into MP3s and I, I, I shot you a polo the one day. Here's my CD collection. And I only have those because they were gifted to me yeah. or like a dollar at the half price books and I've got home, I immediately ripped them, and I've never touched those CDs since. Like, it's the same well, way with movies. Like, we have a whole yep. bin full of DVDs. We don't even have a DVD player hooked up anymore. That's it. Me either. That, that, <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't even know. I wanted to watch. So we watched The Da Vinci Code uh, the other day, yeah. which was on yeah. Prime, and it just showed up. So yeah. we watched that. I, I do believe I own it on DVD. I don't know. I do own <laughs> South Park. Which yeah. they did a episode making fun of the Da Vinci Code for an Easter special. So I started okay. quoting it during the Da Vinci Code, and Lauren looked at me crazy, and right. I just found as the humor. And I'm would. like, I want to watch. I want to watch this. Right. I have it on DVD. I have no method of playing it right now. <laughs> right. I'd have to go PlayStation or a DVD player or something, hook it up, and I just right. don't have them hooked up in the main right. room. But right. HBO Max right there has every single season of South Park. So it's so I, I have a yeah. hard time. I'm, I think I'm going to get rid of my DVDs at some point in time because they take up more space than necessary. Right. They don't necessarily hold a nostalgic value, which is the reason I don't get rid of my CDs. They have some you know, nostalgia to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so my whole thing was I'll rip them on the Plex or um, basically it's on my external hard drive, a media server, and then I can play it through whatever means. Plex is just the easiest. There right. are other you know, media yeah. servers out there that allow you to play them. But, and then I was thinking about just throwing them away. And, you know, I haven't jumped to that point yet. I, you know, having them a box in a basement doesn't bother me either. But well, that's, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, oh, we've got all these DVDs. They're just in a box buried away in the back corner of the basement. And, like, I've got no pressing need to get rid of them, but I've got no pressing need to actually retain them either. Like, the only possible advantage on having the physical media versus relying on, you know, Netflix or Hulu or whatever is if like for like, this is not a real example, but as an example, like I really enjoyed the shit out of parks and recreation, the TV yeah. show. Right. So like, if I had all those DVDs, I would now have, I could just watch those, whatever it was on Netflix forever. And then they got pulled cause they're going over to the Peacock. 
So now if I want to watch Parks and Recs, I would have to get Peacock. But if I had the DVDs, I would still have that option without having to do that. And so if I got rid of the DVDs and then they pulled up the plug on it streaming-wise like that, I would then be screwed. But to your point, if you have the DVDs and you have them ripped, you've got essentially a backup in case somebody decides to whatever. It's like with books on the Kindle. Sure. Like I'll get a, I'll get a Kindle book from Amazon and I will download that son of a bitch and I will store that somewhere else because Amazon has been known to, oh, we no longer carry this. And therefore, if you don't yeah. have it currently downloaded, it goes away. <laughs> sort of a deal. Like other sure. than that, yeah, there's no reason nah, to have I... them. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, and the funny thing is it's still, to be quite honest, in terms of television shows and so forth, it's probably more convenient having it on a streaming. Because like you said, I would have had to find the actual disc for episode <laughs> episode 5, season 11. So I'd have had to find right. season 11, which means I would have probably at least went through, you know. And there there's three discs per, per season for South Park episodes. Right, right. Or seasons. So right. I would have had to go through, find the exact, you know, one. Go through, find that, then go to the menu and so forth. It's just, it was a lot quicker for me to... I hit up IMDb to find out what the episode number was by typing in, you know, South Park, South Park Da Vinci. Right, right. Well, yeah, exactly. And then it, boom, there it was. And I'm like, all right, head over Max. So, like, within three minutes, I'm there, ready to go. It would have been oh, a yeah. lot longer. So, oh, yeah. I think the only problem people have, or this has been the topic of discussion, is, you know, the cord cutters. Everybody says we don't need cable and so forth. Right. Uh, and, and the whole concept of no one really op- opposed to cable because of they didn't like the service. It was more of the cost was ridiculous and you have all these channels and so forth that you don't watch. Right. And we're now getting to the point where like, if you want, you can cord cut, but if you want everything, you're going you have to, to have to. Oh yeah. Now you've got to subscribe to so many different services. You might as well have just kept cable <laughs> from a price point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, well, and, and you still, there's still definitely a gap in local. If you want local oh, or yeah. live, you right. still have to, you know, have cable. So it right. is now beyond, you know, but but we're we're talking streaming services, which are it's not cable. Cable is yeah, you can DVR something, but it has to come on first for it to DVR. Or, right. you know, there are commercials and or there right. are other aspects of it. Now, granted, there are commercials and there's advertisements on you know, like Hulu and, and Prime, I believe, now has, you know, yeah. a- aspects of commercials and, and so forth. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like y- your experience becomes super different. But once again, it is on-demand technology. And, and I know cable also has on-demand, which, which was also a game changer when that first came yeah. out. Yeah. The DVR and the on-demand pretty much allowed you to kind of create your own little media server, which was, yeah. you know, pretty nifty. Which all circles back around that... <laughs> Movie movie chains, whether they like it or not, pandemic or not, are are getting screwed because of technology. And well, yeah, the better your couch is, and the bigger the TV is, and the the 4K and and surround sounds, is just oh, yeah. going to make it super problematic. That they're going to be able to recover at some rate. And if they're fighting with the movie theater or the 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 movie production companies, and if the companies can figure out ways to make money. Which right. you know they have already done. I mean, you don't <laughs> launch you don't launch Disney Plus unless you know that you can add so many more subscribers on a yeah. monthly basis that it will overtake what you're losing in DVD sales, 
in one-time streaming purchase sales or what have you. Right. Right. And, and or and or just in general, I guess television deal. Because I mean, The Mandalorian could have been on HBO, which means HBO could have paid them. Right. Right. So right. I, yeah. you don't you don't launch a product like that, and you also don't see copycat launches like Disney Plus came out and then Peacock. You know, I'm sure they both were right. working on it similarly, but you right. don't see this stuff happening. I mean, WWE Network actually was one of the first, like that, which was odd. They like they were one of the more pioneers. I think they even beat out like ESPN with their stuff, you know, uh, launching these niche streaming service. Right. And and it proved to be successful. And I think this will just continue going down that that route, you know, to the point where you'll be able to do that for nearly everything. And yes, your your cable bill will be just as high, but you'll have everything at your fingertips. And I don't don't know if you'll ever have a reason to go to the movie theaters unless you want to. You know, if you want to see a movie, you'll have two options and it might just be like a delayed launch. And I think if you're, you know, for me, it's Star Wars or Avengers. It was almost I have to see it the first day. And that was more fear of the Internet, you know, spoiling stuff (laughs) than anything, you know? Yeah, no, that's 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 legit. So it is uh, it's very interesting, the state of movie theaters. And I just think that they'll probably if, if I were a movie theater, I would just not cut out. I mean, I would cut hours to an extent, like probably no reason that you have to keep it operating from 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. till midnight. Like, right. these are the times you see movies and these are the movies you can see. And I mean, yeah. Todd, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm in a different area, but I don't know the last time I saw a packed movie theater. It would have been like opening day for a major like Star Wars or Marvel movie or like it would like, yeah, you're, you're... it would have been midnight release or whatever, though. It wasn't it wouldn't have just been opening day. It would have been like the first first showing. So, right. Eh, I, I mean, again, I think I think that's probably a difference in population center and sure. interest level. In Columbus, you're, you've got a, just a higher density of, for lack of a better word, super dorks who are all about the Star Wars or the Marvel to where, oh yes, opening night things were packed like crazy. But like, I went to go see Star Wars a couple days later and it, they had like multiple theaters showing it and there were still a lot of people around doing it. Whereas... I can see how in the valley that might not necessarily be the case. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it, was, it wasn't the case because I was there the first showing in the morning, not the midnight one, because I can stay off Twitter at right. you know for midnight, believe me, and in the morning. But like the next morning, it was I would it wouldn't even have been halfway full. It would have just you know and and it may be because you know now they're splitting it up between 3D and regular, you know, and I don't see the 3D and I don't know what people's preference are and so forth like that, but. It wasn't packed by any means, and it wasn't even it wasn't even full, you know, like to say, yeah. oh, this is, yeah. it was super busy. Like nobody yeah. was sitting up front, but, you know, it, it, we yeah. only had a couple of you know, chairs between each yeah. other. No, it was like you sat That's... where you wanted to sit, and yes, there were people, and you could hear them crunching on popcorn and, and gasping and awing and had the whole movie experience, but you didn't feel crammed or uncomfortable by any means. And yeah. that was the that's... day, the day one, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a regional difference. Because yeah. I, because, because around, I mean, and like I said, the the theater I go to, they had it playing on. I want to see it. I want to say at least six different screens. <laughs> and yeah, I remember when I went to go get my tickets because I was doing it, you know, from an app on my phone where you can see, you know, because you get to pick your seats and all that. Having to skip around time, you know, different show times, different theaters to find 
two seats together so Lily and I could go watch it. Like, and this was like a couple days in. There was like, it, unless you were like super on top of it with the pre-sales, there was no way you were getting a seat on opening day. Period. But like, even a couple days after, it was a little tricky to find a good seat <laughs> at a good at a time you wanted, sort of a thing. But yeah, from what you just said it, from the valley, yeah. that was not necessarily your experience. Like, yeah, after the no, initial rush the no, first night, it was pretty chill. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not what I'm we wondering. Had. So it sounds to me like your your movie th- chain probably would be able to survive far better than well yeah and it's just okay instead of having it instead of having it in like you know six different theaters you have it in in two you know or or whatever like i just don't they're not going to do gangbusters i think in terms of you know there's going to be a huge decrease and and or more importantly it all comes down to and this is why they don't want the chains or the the production the studios to allow this to happen because they know that they could cut them off pretty quickly and say, all right, you were this, you know, billion dollar company. And now you're a million dollar company because we right. decided to release these movies on our platform, which yeah. they have the right to do. And if they find the money in it, I believe that's what they will do. They're not, believe me, you might be AMC or any of these want to want to call the shots and they say, well, we're the distribution channel, blah, blah, blah. And if you don't have us, you don't get to show your movies on a big screen or whatever. Yeah, I don't think they're going to play hardball when a Star Wars comes out or a, a Marvel movie comes out. <laughs> right. Like, no. Oh, you're biting the hand that feeds you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like. You, know, you might be able to do that with Universal with the Trolls movie, but you're like, not going to pass up these blockbusters that are the movies you and I are talking about in general. You right. Know? Well, that was um, that was wonderful dialogue, Todd. Uh, impromptu dialogue today, uh, starting off with Wonder Woman, pretty awful movie from what you 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 say, and yeah, moving save, through save the how how movie chains and or streaming has worked over the years. So that was uh, Todd and Eric talk movies. Well, cool. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for thanks for chatting movies and theater and film and various archaic forms of media, etc. With me this morning. Thanks, uh, listeners, for hanging in there with us. Um, And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.